Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. We've stood the test of time. Ages passing, ages we don't blink an eye. Every generation they arise, but love and unity is our battle cry. You push and you pull and you give and you take, but you just can't break this bond because we are stronger.
J.M. in the A.M. Good morning, everybody. It's a Tuesday on this September the 10th, day 10 in the month of Elul, the year 5779. Tufshin Ayin Tess. Uh, Chaim David, a couple of tunes in that set. He had the Brachdo D and Taka. Yaakov Shweki with Enod Milvado. The medley from Simcha Liner's Project Relax Israeli Edition. Stronger, Closer, that was eighth day. And, of course, Regesh. Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. JM and the AM at 26 minutes before 7 o'clock. Good morning. It's a Tuesday. We're live in New York City. It is the Nahum Siegel Network. Feel free to comment on our app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. I see there were some comments yesterday during the uh, Israel show. I did watch the first episode of The Spy about Ellie Cohen. So one episode down, I think I have five to go in terms of season one. I was pretty impressed, frankly, especially with some of the uh, really poor stories that have been told about Israel's modern history um, through film. I was uh, I was pretty impressed. I would say a, um, how do I put this? A positive parv. <laughs> I'm positive parv about the uh, 
about the series so far. We'll see how it goes as I continue to uh, to watch it. 70 degrees outside with 88% humidity. Winds are northeast at 2 miles an hour. Partly cloudy with a high temperature of 76. Then tonight, partly cloudy, a low of 67. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high, 86 degrees. Yushalayim is at 82. We're at 70 here in New York. As we say good morning at uh, JM and the AM. A um, couple of things going on today. First of all, Rabbi Tzvi Ram, who is the Muradasra here, the Bialystoker Synagogue on the Lower East Side. He and the Bialystoker community, again, are honoring the memory of my parents with a brilliant series of shiurim, a brilliant series of lectures that we are highly recommending for those who might be retired, for those who have uh, a couple hours to spend, uh, Monday through Thursday morning, uh, those who are looking for a great parshas hashavuah on Thursday, whatever the case may be, uh, the Bialystoker Synagogue has a uh, an incredible array of post shacharis shiurim uh, that began yesterday, and we'll speak to Rabbi Ram about it tomorrow. Um, all right, so we'll uh, we'll have that, and yeah, and we'll speak to Rabbi Ram about it today. It started yesterday. We'll speak to Rabbi Ram about it today. Uh, also, the brand-new president of Amit, who we uh, continue to be extremely impressed with as we learn more and more about the organization. Uh, it's hard to believe that an organization can survive when their, when their mantra is, a, is all about Jewish education, <laughs> that, that, that that would actually lead to um <laughs> that, that would actually lead to tremendous interest among uh the um uh, Jewish population here in the United States but that's what Amit has been doing for a long long time and we'll meet their new president uh, Audrey Trachtman uh later on this morning who's the new president of Amit we'll talk a little bit about what they're doing uh, in Israel so that's what's happening today a very very worthwhile JM Rewind. This is one of those mornings where basically JM in the AM is simply continuing past 9 o'clock because uh, Eighth Day was in our studio a few days ago. Many of you have not heard it. It was toward the end of August. And uh, that show is going to be on JM Rewind starting at 9 a.m. Eastern Time right after JM in the AM. It's the Eighth Day appearance here at JM in the AM, and I strongly... Strust, strust, strongly recommend <laughs> that you um, that you stay tuned in. Uh, you'll enjoy it very, very much. Plus, at eleven o'clock, it's uh, Avrami with the uh, Tuesday live lunch. So we've got you covered here. That's for sure. Our um, our fundraiser, our pre Rosh Hashanah fundraiser, is in full swing. Those of you who have not yet supported us during twenty nineteen, we're asking you to please support us before the calendar changes to five seven eight zero. Uh, use this opportunity now in the month of Elul before Rosh Hashanah to uh, support JM and the AM by going to uh, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. If you're a regular listener of this show, it's no secret to you that in addition to all of our sponsorships and opportunities, uh, it is uh, critical for us to have support from our listeners. It is the only way we can continue every single day. To support what we're doing at whatever level you can, Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and give as generously as possible. More coming up Tuesday, 21 minutes before 7 o'clock. You're listening to JM in the AM.
אדם קטן והעולם גדול, לכל אחד יש את דרכו. אחד רוצה מהתחר הכל, אשרי שומח בחלקו. מי שזכה קיבל במתנה את האוצר הכי יקר. ניצוץ אחד קטן של אמונה, והוא מאיר איתו את העולם. אם טוב יעבור מאדם לאדם, ישירו ביחד כולם. אוי אמוי, הרי מי מקבל, עליי מצוות עשה, ואהבת לרעך כמוך, זה כלל גדול בתורה. הרי מי מקבל, 
Barry Weber at Yachad here at JM in the AM. Tuesday morning, part of our amazing LO programming. Reminder that our On the Road segment during this month of September, fall 2019, is brought to you by our uh, friends at Azer Mitzion, the world's largest Jewish bone marrow registry. Uh, we next hit the road on Thursday, 11 a.m., for the live remote all the way from Lakewood, New Jersey. With a big shout-out to everybody at J2 down there in Lakewood. Come say hi, everybody. We'll be there live from 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. this coming Thursday. Lakewood, New Jersey, part of our On the Road segment. Thank you, Azer Mitzion. Those of you who have not yet taken advantage of our promo code and have not yet purchased the golf balls and the big ball drop competition that you don't have to be there for, but it's going to be part of the Azer Mitzion golf tournament, go to emgolf.org slash ball drop, emgolf dot org slash ball drop make sure to use the promo code nahum to get your discount on uh, that purchase all right before the uh, barry weber selection shal shalas jr with tov lahodos you heard harani brand new from benny friedman shlomo katz in there with mehera and tefillat kala combination of baruch levine and simcha liner it's america's one and only jewish moments in the morning radio program Heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio, around the world the web, and NahumSegal.com on the NahumSegal Network, and of course, the beloved NSN app. Galates on the background to our news from Israel coming up. Another couple of great hours on the way here at JM in the AM, plus a very, very big Tuesday, including our JM Rewind with 8th Day and Avrami's Live Lunch from Israel, all happening today. Galates on Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next. You're listening to JM in the AM. הנהוד גרף עם מה שקורה עכשיו. מדינת ישראל משקיעה תקציבית בכל תלמיד 35% פחות מהממוצע במדינות ה-OECD. כך עולה מהדוח השנתי של ארגון המדינות המפותחות. עם הנתונים כתבנו לענייני חינוך, דורון קדוש. ישראל נמצאת במקום השלישי מהסוף בהשקעה לתלמיד בגיל הרך. גם בבתי הספר ההשקעה לתלמיד בישראל נמוכה משמעותית מהממוצע. ותלמיד ישראלי מקבל 11% פחות כסף מחבריו בעולם המפותח. עוד עולה מהדוח כי הכיתות בישראל הן מהצפופות ביותר בעולם המתקדם. בכל כיתה ישראלית יש חמישה תלמידים יותר מהממוצע ב-OECD. כתב אישום הוגש נגד חשוד בדקירת צעיר למוות בכפר יאסין. מדווח כתבנו קובי מנדל. התביעה טוענת כי רמי עלי יחיא בן 30 מהכפר שייח' דנון רצח את חוסיין מחמיד מהכפר ערב אל על רקע סכסוך בשל החשד שאחיו של המנוח מקיים קשר עם ארוסתו טרם חתונתם. הנשם מתבקש להתערב בפרשה ולפני כשבועיים כשהוא הבחין במנוח ברכבו בצומת כברי הוא נסע בעקבותיו הוא יצא עם הנער המאורס מרכבו הוא רץ לעבר המנוח כשסכין בידו וגרם למותו שיפור ניכר במצבו של נחום נביס, שנפצע בפיגוע הדריסה בצומת אל-עזר לפני כחודש, יחד עם אחותו שנפצעה גם היא. אמו, זהבה נביס, סיפרה ליעל דן שבנה שב לתקשר עם המשפחה. אני שואלת אותו מה שלמה, והוא עונה לי ברוך השם עם השפתיים. אנחנו לא שומעים קול, ויש בערים יותר הכל, אבל זה גם כנראה בעזרת השם יהיה אנחנו מבינים אותו רוב הזמן, פשוט מדהים. ישראלי בן 67 לא מקבל דיור ציבורי כי הוא הורשע בפלילים בעבר. מאיר לוי מתגורר שנים בדירת מחסן שלא ראויה למגורי אדם. כשפנה לקבלת סיוע ממשרד השיכון והבינוי, סורב, כיוון שבעבר הורשע בעבירות סמים. 
מאיר סיפר לאמיר איפגי שעל אף שהוא נקי כבר תקופה ארוכה, הרשויות לא מוכנות לסייע לו. אני מנסה לשקם את עצמי בכל מצב 37 שנה. אומרים לי העבר והעבר והעבר. אני עושה דרך עם עצמי, עם כל מה שיש לי, עם כל הצעות שיש לי, אני עוד משקם את עצמי עד מתי ככה הסבל הזה, עד מתי. ממשרד השיכון והבינוי נמסר בתגובה לכתבתנו מוריה אסרף וולברג כי המקרה של מאיר ייבחן שנית בזמן הקרוב. כחמישה מיליון ושמונה מאות אלף בעלי זכות הצבעה חיים היום בישראל יותר מהבחירות הקודמות באפריל. עם הפרטים, יובל אראל. מספר הבוחרים גדל בכחמישים אלף אזרחים מאז הבחירות הקודמות שהתקיימו באפריל. כך מפרסמת היום הלשכה המרכזית לסטטיסטיקה. 79% מבעלי זכות הבחירה הם יהודים, 16% ערבים ו-5% אזרחים אחרים. חלקם של בעלי זכות הבחירה בני 60 ומעלה עומד על כ-25%. ושימו לב, ביום הבחירות הנסיעה בתחבורה הציבורית בכ-630 קווים וברכבת ישראל תונגש חינם. כך הודיעה ועדת הבחירות המרכזית. מזג האוויר בהיר ונוח ללא שינוי משמעותי בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורכת טל זרביב. בחסות רשת חנויות ביג אלק... We've been returned to Israel and are like dreamers. All the leaders of the world are trying to understand how, while our people flood back in from all the nations, and after centuries of tears, we see you, Hashem, in everything and await your warm embrace of full redemption.
J.M. in the A.M. Moshe Hecht with Kayal. Before that, you heard Ohad in Yisrael, Bill Vavod, Ohad and Company. Uh, 
I saw, well, I saw, you know I saw, because he was in studio yesterday. Uh, Simon Jacob was uh, one of our guests yesterday morning, chairman of the Jewish Unity Initiative and the person responsible for that song, Yisrael Bill Vavot. And he mentioned to us that it was exactly one year since they walked into the studio because it was Rosh Chodesh Elul one year ago when that song was uh, recorded and the video was made. And it has uh, impressed hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people since then, to say the least. So Kolakavo to Simon Jacob and everybody responsible at FDD Productions for Yisrael Bilvavot. JM in the AM, good morning. It is a Tuesday. Uh, our on-the-road segments with um, uh, for the month of September uh, brought to you by Azer Mitzion, the world's largest Jewish bone marrow registry. I do remind you that they have this really fun contest, a split-the-pot type contest called the uh, Golf Ball Drop. Go to emgolf.org. That's emgolf.org, emgolf.org slash ball drop, emgolf.org slash ball drop. And um, when you make your purchase for your chance to win that to split the pot, make sure to use the promo code Nahum. Use the promo code Nahum. You'll save on that, and you'll be supporting an amazing cause. You know what we think of Azer Mitzion and the incredible work that they do. Let's keep them going uh, by making this campaign a very, very big success. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Uh, Trucker Yitz says, Mazel Tov to the Vans on the big chasana tonight. Gilad Van, Yaakov's son. Um, um, I'm confused. Yaakov, Yossi. Anyone, Gilad, everybody, everybody who's celebrating a Mazel Tov in the Van family, we say we say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM and the M. Uh, that's uh, that's Trucker Yitz's shorthand on the NSN app. <laughs> uh, at least that's what it seems like. Quarter after seven o'clock, it's JM and the AM, and this is the uh, Zusha Pumpadisa selection entitled Baruch Hashem at JM and the AM. Da, 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 da.
J.M. and the A.M. at Zusha and Pumpadisa together with that selection entitled Baruch Hashem. Uh, we head to the NSN app, and listener Terry says, Good afternoon from the road to Carme Gott from the Gush, enjoying speed camera-free drive as they were removed recently. Amir Tashem by you in New York. Well, listener Terry, you have no idea how much I agree with you especially in light of a violation number 46638386491 i mean could you imagine in queens new york listen to this folks in queens new york a posted speed of 25 miles per hour do you want to hear how fast i was going do you want to hear how fast i was going that supposedly warrants a ticket because of this camera 36 miles an hour crazy Listener, Terry doesn't realize how much I'm praying for these things to be eliminated in New York. They've got to be unconstitutional somehow. We need someone to rule that way. 70 degrees, partly cloudy, a high temperature of 76. I was sent the um, September 22nd auction booklet from Jay Greenstein and Company. They're located on Central Avenue in Cedarhurst, and they're having another auction. Do you know the first... Four items in this year's um, uh, September auction are JNF Stucker boxes. The first four items are JNF Stucker boxes. That's some cool stuff, by the way. They always do. Um, trying to see here, they have a they have a poster from May of 1982 for Solidarity Sunday. May of 1982, a poster for Solidarity. If I knew. That these things would be worth six to seven hundred bucks, I would have saved all my posters. In fact, some of the posters I did save, but they're in awful condition. <laughs> they weren't they weren't saved properly. Let's put it that way. Uh, anyway, as you can imagine, hundreds of amazing Judaica items, from menorahs to mezuzahs to seder plates, candlesticks, etc. Uh, but it's some of the uh, oddities that always um, strike our fancy. A handmade paper mache stucco box in the shape of Kever Rachel. Really cool. Really cool item. Anyway, all these things you could see in uh, in their latest um, in their latest catalog. Here's a page of six stucco boxes. Here's one with four. Not all of them JNF, but the majority of them are. Um, here's a a poster. With a an African American child eating uh, rye bread, you don't have to be Jewish to love Levy's real Jewish rye. Can you imagine this poster's worth about five hundred bucks? In their estimate, I remember when they used to hang uh, those posters used to hang in the New York City subway system. An agam challah tray, really, really beautiful. An agam challah tray, and an agam challah cover, really beautiful stuff. Anyway. If you're interested in bidding on any of these items or purchasing a uh, beautiful gift for a, uh, for anybody in your life, go to the uh, Jay Greenstein website. It's initialjgreenstein.com, initialjgreenstein.com, and you can check out the auction. It's going to be September the 22nd. Check it out and enjoy. Um, this selection is a, let's see here. This selection is the brand new uh, Titane selection that we introduced to everybody from YY Music. Uh, we um, we played this for you uh, Friday for the first time and played it again yesterday. Here it is called Titane at JM in the AM. 
J.M. in the A.M. Diaspora, of course, from their reunion with Lule Hamanti. Beautiful. 
Tuesday morning. It's the month of Elul. Thanks for joining us, everybody. JM in the AM with a full day scheduled here at the Nahum Siegel Network, including at 9 a.m. our JM Rewind um, a production, which includes the in-studio appearance of Eighth Day from a couple of weeks back. If you missed it, you'll want to make sure to stay tuned after JM in the AM. I've run me host a live lunch today, 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. Make sure to join him. Here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechanishmas Arav Zevnavis of Alevi, and Zechanishmas Esther Basravis of Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Balimusa talk about the great kochos, the powers that are hidden in man. Even the scientists say that man doesn't even use a tenth of his kochos anefesh, of his soul powers, during his lifetime. Certainly, a Bar Yisrael, a Jew, has within him great kochos, the koch of the neshama that was taken from the kisei It says in the halachos that the least neshama, the lowest neshama in Klal Yisrael, has great power to stand against all of the vanities of this world and the desires. These kochos, these powers only come to when a person is under pressure. That is when his true strength comes out. The great Altar of Navardic once said that the king of Morocco was very ill. He was old and he was close to death. They called in every doctor from all different lands and all of them threw up their hands in despair. There was no way that they could see a remedy for the king. While he was lying on the bed, without moving, one of the king's advisors whispered into his ears that he had just heard that their enemies have declared war against the country. These words struck the very core of the king's soul with such great pressure that with kochos, l'maylaminateva, with powers beyond the ordinary, he rose up from his bed He conducted the war and commanded the officers of the army for a period of three years. The doctors were astonished, but it was the power of the anguish and the distress of the news of the war that gave the king the power to be miskaber over his illness. No doctor had been successful in curing him, but it's proven the remedy of pressure, Mitsuka does work. These are the great kochos, the powers that are hidden within man. Until the individual is able to bring the koyach that which is in our potential, to the actual kinetic, then... Life is a mountain we must
J.M. in the A.M. Not quite sure what happened with our transition uh, toward the end of morning chizuk. My apologies. Rabbi Goldwasser got uh, cut off there at the end. Uh, but we got our L.O. show for blowing in. And that's, of course, Avram Freed here at J.M. in the A.M. 20 minutes before 8 o'clock. I believe he is the featured entertainer this coming uh, Saturday night. Excuse me, this coming Sunday night at the Bris Avram Dinner. Bris Avram has their major dinner coming up on Sunday night. Um, I uh, I take this opportunity to wish Rabbi Kanelski and the entire organization tremendous hatzlacha. It's hard to believe they've hit 50 years, 50 or 40. I think it's their 40th annual dinner. Pretty amazing and incredible. Anyway, uh, make sure you have your uh, reservations for this coming Sunday night, brisavrum.org, brisavrum.org, and, of course, uh, 908-289-0770, uh, Listener Ellie wants to know if we've played the Seder Havoda by Yishai Rebo. We have. We played it last week. It may have been. Yeah, I think we did it during JM and the AM, right? Yeah, I think so. I think we did it during JM and the AM. Um. Yeah. See if we can get to it today, because it is a really, really good song. That I must say, very, very good song. Um. So that's the story with Brissav Rum. That's this coming weekend, this coming Sunday. Also, here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, the uh, Hatzala of the East Side uh, Barbecue, the annual barbecue, is this coming Sunday at the Orenstein Pavilion on Bialystoker Place with a special dedication ceremony in memory of their beloved member and medical director, Dr. Richard Friedman, ES72. Uh, that's all happening this Sunday, 5 p.m. at the Orenstein Pavilion. Also this Sunday, Achiezer. Achiezer's got their big uh, got their big um, health fair going on in um, the TWA Hotel at JFK Airport. We will be there broadcasting live. I believe we're going to start at 12 noon. Look forward to seeing everybody there. And um, well, like I say, yeah, we are we are looking forward to a. Uh, Really wonderful experience there. Achiezer does incredible work, and we get an opportunity to spend some time with them uh, this coming Sunday at uh, at the Nahum Siegel Network. I'm looking for this. Um, I'm looking for this new song from Yishai Rebo. I don't know why. I thought I had it right here, and for some reason. I do not give it one more shot here. It's a beautiful song for the Yamim Narayim for this time of year, the high holidays. Um, so Sunday, yeah, Sunday 12 noon, we'll be there at the uh, at the Achiezer Health Fair, and we are looking forward to that very, very much. All right, hopefully we'll get that song for you and uh, present that and plenty more. It's all coming up 17 minutes before 8 o'clock at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. with Lipa. Hallelujah is the name of that one. Hentelach before that on a uh, Tuesday morning broadcast here at J.M. in the A.M. Well, it's been amazing um, for quite a stretch of time that we've had the opportunity to feature some of the uh, authors and uh, incredible titles that uh, our friends at Art Scroll have made available to the worldwide Jewish community. And frankly, it's an honor when they uh, turn to us uh, to feature a specific author or title so that um, more and more people around the world will be uh, familiar with the wonderful work that they are uh, doing on a uh, regular basis. And I remind everybody out there in our audience that our friends at Art Scroll have some amazing and incredible titles specifically for the month of Elul. If you are looking for a... um, for some amazing um, a text and commentary regarding Slichos, if you're looking for specific books that have been written about Elul and the days approaching the uh, high holidays, if you're looking for Yamim Narayim material, uh, different uh, selections regarding Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, and of course the upcoming holiday of Sukkot as well, um, if you're looking for halachic works about this time of year, you'll find it all at artscroll.com. Uh, go to artscroll.com, again, that's artscroll.com, and check out all the titles. You could search for every code word I just mentioned, <laughs> whether it be High Holidays, Yamim Narayim, Slichos, Elul. You could search for all of them and come up with a variety of uh, of selections that will really enhance this time of year for you. Uh, just check it out now. Go to artscroll.com, again, that's artscroll.com. Uh, the website's an amazing resource for everything that they provide. And as I said, this time of year, there is a uh, a really an incredible selection of the Art Scroll collection that is available worldwide. All you got to do is go to the website and enjoy. Go to artscroll.com and get set to enhance your month of Elul and the upcoming high holidays. Tuesday morning broadcast, more coming up. Keep it right here at JM in the AM. We did promise you the um, brand new Yishai Rebo selection, the one that... Um, is entitled Seder HaAvodah. Here it is at JM in the AM. Nichnas lemakom shenichnas Ve'amad bemakom shamad Bachatia davraglau Taval alav ve'nistapad Bami <laughs> Ta 
המפורש יוצא מפי, כהן גדול היו קוראים, משתחווים ונופלים על פניהם. ברוך שם כבוד מלכותו לעולם ועד. שחטאתי לפניך אני וביתי. ואם אדם היה יכול לזכור את החסדים, את הטובות, את כל הרחמים, את כל הישועות, בטח ככה היה מונה אחת, אחת ואחת, אחת ושתיים, אחת מאלף, אלפי אלפים, ורוב ריבי רבבה. ניסים נפלאות שעשית עימנו ימים ולילות והכהנים והעם העומדים באזהרה כשהיו שומעים את שם השם המפורש יוצא מפי כהן גדול היו קוראים משתחווים ונופלים על פניהם כבוד מלכותו לעולם ועד. ממקום שיצא, ורעד במקום שעמד. פשט בגדי זהב, לבש בגדי עצמו. וכל העם והכהנים היו מלווים אותו לביתו, ויום טוב לאוהביו, כי נסלח לכל עדת ישראל. Thank you. 
Jam and the AM, the brand new one from Yishai Rebo that everyone seems to be going crazy about for good reason. Uh, perfect song for the perfect song for the upcoming yum, upcoming Yamim Narayim, the upcoming High Holidays. Vakoanim, of course, that is uh, Seder Havoda, which we say on Yom Hakipurim. Eight o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program heard. On listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and NahumSiegel.com, and the NahumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Rabbi Tzvi Ram, who is the Murad Asra, the spiritual leader of the Bialystoker Synagogue here in uh, the Lower East Side portion of New York City, and has been at the helm of uh, one of the programs that uh, he instituted uh, to honor my parents' memory, something that we are uh, indebted to him and this community for, which we'll talk about in a moment. I do remind you that Rabbi Ram uh, was instrumental in the um, in the uh, found, founding of this studio on the very first day that this studio was in existence, which goes back to 2003, I believe, if the if our historical archives are correct. Uh, he was here to deliver a message about the uh, potential success of this studio in Baruch Hashem. Here we are in 2019. Enjoying wonderful things on a daily basis. Rabbi Tzvi Ram, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Hey, Nachum, it's a pleasure to be here as always. I appreciate that. Do you remember what you said the first night you were here? 16 years ago? I mean, come on, 16 years ago, why wouldn't you remember it? Right. So <laughs> the good thing is I can tell you what I think I said. Yeah. And probably nobody else remembers either. Yeah, but I do. But uh, <laughs> if if memory serves, I cited the uh, the Birkas HaOreach from yep. Birkas HaMazon, yep. where uh, there the, the guest who's eating over his host's home blesses him, Shiyunah Chasecha Krovim Lo'ir, that your commute should be a short commute. <laughs> Um, and you know, having the ability to work right across the street from your own home, as opposed to having to schlep out to New Jersey, was a tremendous bracha. And uh, I think at the time I uh, expressed that it should bring more, even more brachas with it. And thank God, here we are, um, all you know, experiencing all of these blessings. Uh, well, yes, that's exactly what you said. Ironically, it just hit me that uh, Benjamin Siegel and I thank you for being there and enhancing our simcha two weeks ago. He walked down. To bear kata oreach. Wow. So that's pretty cool now that, I, now that it all comes full circle and we put it all together. Uh, the Bialystoker Synagogue, um, it is no secret that um, uh, my father, uh, Davin there, uh, both before your tenure and, of course, every day during your tenure until his passing back in 2008. And uh, you went ahead, and I'm sure with others at the synagogue, made a decision two years ago to institute a Siegel Torah Institute that was done in memory of both my parents, Rabbi Zev and Rebetzin Esther Siegel, and the concept was and is uh, that Rabbi Dr. David Horowitz uh, would be here on a daily basis, Monday through Thursday, and literally once tefillah ends, because there are a lot, Baruch Hashem, of minyanim at the Bialystoker Shul, once the last minyan is over, shortly after that, a uh, a series of shiurim would begin, and every day, um, everybody's invited, not just from the Bialystoker Shul, not just from the Lower East Side, but frankly from everywhere, and I w- I'm always hoping that these discussions and announcements would um, attract people from other places in Manhattan and other places, since we're relatively accessible, we're lower Manhattan after all, uh, to come and enjoy the shiurim on a daily basis. The uh, Torah Institute, the Siegel Torah Institute, began again yesterday, and that was its inaugural day for this season. That is correct. Baruch Hashem. And uh, Rabbi Horowitz, I know, has a full slate of, of new topics and pursuits 
in the uh, in the academics of the Shiurim, correct? That that is true. It really is, as you described, a beautiful program. Um, one of the beautiful things about Bialystoker Shul, even before this program, is the constancy of minyanim that we have uh, going on in the shul. Thank God for really reliable minyanim every morning for Shacharis, the last of which is an 8.30 minyan, you know, that takes place on a daily basis. And, uh, you know, there are numerous people who daven at that minyan who either are young retirees uh, or people who have a work schedule where they don't have to go in, you know, quite at the crack of right. dawn, you know, going or to exactly work. exactly 9 a.m. Or exactly 9 a.m. And, you know, for some of those people, having a learning program, particularly I'm thinking about the young retirees, you know, having a program where you could come into Shul, daven 8.30, get a coffee from the back, you know, maybe have a Danish or something <laughs> like that, and then have two shiurim every morning, first a Gemara shiur from 9.45 to 10.45, and then a topical shiur from 11 to 12. The Gemara shiur is consistent from Monday to Thursday. The topical shiur changes each day of the week, particularly on Thursday when Rabbi Horowitz does Pashas HaShavua. Right. It's very nicely attended in particular. And, you know, I, I think you're a classmate of Rabbi Horowitz, if sure. I'm not mistaken. A few years um, ago. Yeah, you know, a year or yeah. two ago, yeah. I think just right before we started the Siegel <laughs> Institute. Um, so, you yeah. know, Rabbi Horowitz is not only a Talmud Chacham, but somebody who's just very erudite in a variety of different fields. And he relates really, really well to the people who are coming to the Shia. Uh, there's a real Kesher, there's a real connection that's forged there. He's come out a number of other occasions. He's come out for Shabbosim, you know, to spend time here on the Lower East Side. Legal holidays, and, sure. Uh, legal holidays. And, you know, just building that cadre of people who are coming in, you know, able to daven Shachris in the morning you know, get two shiurim if they're so inclined, or one shiur if they're so inclined, right. whatever their schedule is. And then um, you can walk down the block, and if you're 60 plus, I think for a dollar fifty, you can get uh, a hot kosher lunch at the United Jewish Council's. Um, oh, literally next door. Literally next door. Right. You, you can get lunch there, you know, uh, for the 60 plus set, even if you don't live here in the neighborhood. Right. So, you know, again, for somebody who's a young retiree, and is still active and looking to do something, but trying to figure out what that thing is exactly, it really offers a Torah opportunity to start off the day in a very, very spiritual and spiritually fulfilling kind of way. A couple of things I wanted to add. First of all, Rabbi Horowitz is very reliable. It is rare that he's not here on a Monday through Thursday during the sheer season. 100%. And obviously, you, you could sign up and be informed as ever last-minute change, but that's one great thing that he's always there. Um, and, um, the other thing is that, uh, and this is one of the things that we had spoken about when we first introduced this whole concept, uh, if one thinks through their morning schedule, they could really enhance their day as you just described, I'm going to lay it out there, you know, in a more direct fashion, uh, they could really enhance their day by going straight to the 8:30 shacharis, being in the Bialystoker synagogue for those few minutes between the end of shacharis and the beginning of the first year. And then handling, you know, two sheer presentations by Rabbi Horowitz, and as you said, adding on this kosher lunch possibility that didn't really sink in until you said it, that you could really, and look, let's be frank, there are a lot of people with a lot of free time on their hands, and they would love an organized, you know, um, schedule-driven program for themselves in order to, you know, make their day more fulfilling. And this is a golden opportunity. 
Uh, also, as you mentioned, the Parsha Shavuot Shir on Thursday is a real good standalone Shir. There are people who come specifically to hear Parsha Shavuot. Right. You know, j- just like in some homes, the Jewish music increases as the week goes on. <laughs> we know that as you get to Thursday and Friday, people have a greater interest in, in being in a Torah atmosphere and certainly hearing something about the Torah portion. So he gives that Shir every single Thursday at 11 a.m., uh, the weekly Parsha with an emphasis on the commentary of the Ramban. That's for everybody to come and enjoy starting 11 a.m. on Thursday until 12 noon. We've pointed out that we are a relatively short walk from one of the subways that's connected to every other subway in New York. So that's that makes it really convenient if you want to come from uptown or, any, or from Brooklyn you know, to, with the public transportation. And uh, even if somebody wanted to drive in, if they time it right, uh, they'll be able to to park in the area and, and attend the shiurim. Just that they have to investigate that a little bit right. before they do As it. As you know, street parking is actually doable on the Lower East Side, right. as opposed to just about anywhere else in Manhattan. Correct. So th- that is possible. Just you know, make sure you know in advance exactly uh, what the schedule is in terms of the parking regulations. So that's it. We have Rabbi Dr. David Horowitz. He is uh, here every single day. It started yesterday for season number three of the Siegel Torah Institute. Everybody's invited to Bialystoker Shul, which is at 7 Bialystoker Place here on the Lower East Side of New York. I see that he is concentrating on Masecha Sukkah for now. Right. Uh, so that's uh, that's an Elul uh, program of study, just like last year he did Rosh Hashanah right. uh, for the first you know Elul section of the year. And uh, then he's going to move, as he did last year, into a certain portion of Masech de Brachos once uh, the Yom Tovir are over. Um, and uh, he does study uh, Mishnah Brewer on a daily basis every Tuesday and Wednesday during the same time slot that we have Parsha Shavua on Thursday. So everybody out there, uh, you have a real variety and a wonderful opportunity to come to the Bialystoker Shul and enjoy all of this. Um, you know, I like to say that, uh, that not everybody in our community gets this, uh, but very often life is course-driven, or schedule-driven, or you know, however you want to put it, goal-driven, um, and and that's why very often you know degree programs and things like that are a very good benefit for people of all ages because it keeps them on track. Right, that's true. Someone commented to me the other day because they had experienced a rel- relatively long summer vacation. They said they get so much more done when <laughs> when they're working during the school year. What do you mean? You have so much free time during the summer. You would expect, you know. No, no, no. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> they, they're they able to accomplish more once their schedule calls for them to be up at 530 in the morning. So the same thing here. When you're able to take your day and start with davening at 830 or whatever time you'd like to daven at the Bialystoker because they have a variety of times, uh, and then go to the Tushiurim, and as you said, Rabbi Ram, you know, add on the lunch program if you want, you're talking about a half a day spent in a positive social atmosphere and a positive Torah atmosphere, and frankly, spending the bulk of that time hanging out in a shul, which right. is a pretty good place to spend a good part of the day. I wish I had the opportunity in my day to do it. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is you can't stay for the shul with all That's, your other responsibilities. That, that is correct. <laughs> so I don't know what else to say. You know, we're asking everybody, if you know people for whom this schedule is a really good schedule, if you know people in Brooklyn or Manhattan or anywhere who are near the subway or want to incorporate Rabbi Horowitz's uh, shiurim into their daily schedule. Suggest this to them. If you know somebody who's elderly, uh, you said young retirees, frankly, will take older retirees who are able to, you know, get get around and, and come and enjoy these shiurim. You should know for some of the people who come, 
is just such a boost. Right. You know, because again, for some of them, they were looking for something to fill up their day with, with meaning, with purpose. And I know it's just it's intellectually stimulating, it's spiritually stimulating, it's really, you know, it it can I don't want to say it adds years to your life. I don't right. want to make any predictions, but, <laughs> right. you know, but it, uh, can. it can. It certainly can. And I think they also, some of the people, and I hear this because I know people who go on a regular basis, they now feel like Rabbi Horowitz is their Rebbe. And right. frankly, when you get to a certain age, you don't always have a Rebbe that right. you see on a regular basis. Everybody so. needs a Rebbe. Exactly. You so know? that's a nice thing as well. 100%. So. All right. Siegel Torah Institute. It's in memory of my parents with a big thank you to Rabbi Ram and everybody at the Bialystoker Synagogue who's responsible for it. Or by Dr. David Horowitz today and every Monday through Thursday starts at 9:45, so you literally could attend the 8:30 Shachris of Bialystoker and then uh, be there for the 9:45 Shear, which is Shear number one. The second Shear at 11 a.m. every Monday through Thursday, and again outside of the obvious, outside of Cholamoid and you know the obvious weeks that you would think uh, there's no uh, Shearim. This really does go on until the month of June. So I'll add one personal yep, note since just we're here. Sure. Uh, you had referenced it very briefly before, but part of what makes the program very special on a personal level is the fact that it is dedicated to the memory of your parents. Uh, you know, you're not in a position to say this on the air, but your parents were incredibly special people, even though you knew them a lot, a lot longer than I did. <laughs> uh, but just coming here to the neighborhood and benefiting from the incredible insight that your father always provided seeing the rock of strength that your mother was. It was an incredibly, incredibly important experience in my early Rabbanos. And having the the uh, the institute, you know, named in memory of your parents, just for, for me personally, is a very special thing. For the for the shul and the, and the community as a whole is a very special thing. And uh, it's also a good opportunity to slip in a mazel tov. I usually don't get the, uh, an opportunity to wish a mazel tov over the radio, but a mazel tov on Binyamin and Kayla's wedding just two weeks ago, as you mentioned. Thank you. And, you know, how beautiful was it, as you pointed out at the time, that Binyamin's ufruf was on your mother's yard site, and they especially enjoyed such a beautiful and close relationship. And we can just see that the generations build upon one another in such a beautiful and meaningful way. And uh, Halavai should just continue in that in that beautiful fashion. When I first saw the calendar that the Ufruf will be, and my parents were, were not into moving an Ufruf to a week before, right. the, you know, the Ufruf should be the Shabbos. And when I saw that there was no choice, the Ufruf would be on the day of my mother's yard site, it was just impossible for me to believe. And one other thing I want to say, and I'm glad you mentioned my parents, my parents were believers that if you have nowhere to be, be in shul. Mm-hmm. If you have, you know, a morning off, you know, it's a good place to hang on. My, my, my father always, one of his famous um, uh, sermons was about mitzvah, gererus mitzvah, which is not a, this is not foreign to you and others who are rabbis out there. I'm sure many of you use this example. But once you walk into shul in the morning, the number of good deeds, mitzvos, you know, Jewish-themed uh, things that you are involved with, just by being there, just by experiencing davening, stucca, the social atmosphere of a shul, etc. It's endless. It's like, you know, it's, just, it's a domino effect. So my parents were big believers. Their, our last name should have been Shulman, frankly, because <laughs> my parents were big believers that if, there, if you don't have somewhere productive to be, it's a good idea to be in shul. So I think everyone would agree to that, and... Baruch Hashem, this program really is a wonderful opportunity to be that, to to do that, to just be in the environment yeah. of a shul. No question about it. Uh, you know, we have a, um, uh, I, I used to say that half the time I go to shul, uh, half the time I go to shul is because I watch my father under any circumstances, 
It could be 104 fever. It could be four feet of snow. And I'm not kidding, by the way. There were real examples of that, not not just in this neighborhood, but other neighborhoods uh, when he was a little bit more active. Um, you know, that was the rule. There was no, there was no legitimate excuse not to be in shul. So, again, I think that's very fitting. And then, of course, Rabbi Ram, there's the famous Siegel football rule that you might be familiar with, which is which is when there's difficult weather outside, you know, one of these storms like the one we had the day of the wedding, right? right. When there's difficult weather outside, these Siegel boys will turn to their father and say, need we go to shul today? And I will, of course, answer with the famous football rule in the Siegel home that if you would go to a football game in this weather, then you must go to shul in this weather. Right. So, right, 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 so there's right. a lot of a lot of shul stuff <laughs> with the Siegel family. So. Right. No, thank God. It's, if you have to be connected to a place, the shul is, a good, is exactly. a, it's the best place to be connected. Are you going to be using the football rule now? or uh, Are you going to incorporate that into your... Uh, into that's, your... That's, that's a really good question. It's, I now, to... it's now the Yom Narayim. Your students may appreciate that as you encourage them to go to synagogue more often. I probably know? have to go back to my board and discuss it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I thank you very, very much. Okay, it's always a pleasure. And a ksivach simatova, a happy, healthy, and sweet New Year. Amen to you as well and to the entire family and to everyone who's listening. Amen. Thank you. Rabbi Tzvi Ram, the spiritual leader of the Bialystoker Synagogue. If you know someone who benefits, I think at this point, if you yourself uh, benefit from this, then you're going to act on this. But if you know somebody else who would really benefit from being in the Bialystoker Shul for two great shiurim and, of course, davening and the lunch that Ram mentioned, etc., etc., uh, get in touch with us. You can literally uh, contact us here uh, in the studio, nachum at nachumsegel.com. Use our phone number, 212-529-4620. I'll be more than happy to give you all that information and, of course, you can go to the Allstucker Synagogue website and to check out all the information there as well. More coming up. You're listening to a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM.
That's uh, Tiferet done by Shlomo Katz. Before that, David Perlman and Modani here on a uh, JM JM in the AM a Tuesday morning broadcast. Well, it is no secret. Oh, I shouldn't say that. For some people, it might be a secret uh, because some people don't realize what's going on. Our friends at the Brooklyn Cyclones have what I am describing and others have described to me the most important game in franchise history tonight. Uh, the Cyclones, the short-season Class A affiliate of the New York Mets, uh, had a 3-1 loss to the Lowell Spinners last night in the New York Penn League Championship Series at MCU Park, which means the deciding game, the winner-take-all Game 3 for the championship is tonight, 6.30 p.m. at MCU Park in Brooklyn, New York. First of all, do me a favor and beat Lowell. I think they're the Red Sox affiliate, so please, that's number one. Uh, number two, I don't think the uh, Cyclones have ever won a championship. I think they were once awarded the championship back in 2001 as co-winners of the league. That was around the time of 9-11. But I don't think they've ever won the championship of the New York Penn League. So that would be pretty cool. So I want to take this opportunity to wish Steve Cohen and the entire team a, uh, a lot of luck tonight. And uh, anybody who wants to go to the game at MCU Park on Coney Island... Uh, it's a $5 admission and free parking. A $5 admission and free parking. That's what they're doing for their fans for the biggest game in the history of the team. So again, 5 bucks free parking, 6.30 p.m. tonight, MCU Park, Brooklyn versus Lowell for the championship of the New York Penn League. Go and enjoy, and you can't beat the price, and I'm sure it'll be amazing uh, kosher food there at the kosher food stand. So basically you have your whole night set up for you, courtesy of the Brooklyn Cyclones. So again, a big, big hello and uh, good luck to Steve Cohen, the entire team, uh, from all of your wonderful friends here at JMNAM and the Nahum Segal Network. Tuesday morning broadcast, I want to again thank uh, Rabbi Tzvi Ram, who joined us. Those of you looking for information for the Siegel Torah Institute, go to the Bialystoker Synagogue website. Again, the Bialystoker Synagogue website. It is quite appropriate that Audrey Trachtman is with us at the very beginning of the school year. She is the new president of Amit, and I remind you that in its almost 95 years, Amit has had a transformative impact on the Israeli educational landscape that extends far beyond its schools and students. It was founded in 1925. They are educating 35,000 children in 107 schools, youth villages, surrogate family residences, and other programs in 33 cities in Israel. Till this point, they have over a quarter of a million graduates 
who are living in Israel having graduated from Amit schools. The new president of the Amit organization is Audrey Trachtman. I say good morning and welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Thanks so much for having me. I was telling you off the air that I am a major fan of your organization. Uh, and there are a couple of reasons. First of all, there's some people with your organization that we uh, absolutely love and love having on the air. But in addition to that, I, I, I find it astounding that an organization dedicated to Jewish and secular education can thrive the way you do in 2019. And I say it like that because, frankly, education is not always the easiest cause to raise money for and to support. And yet the Amit Network has done it in an amazing and incredible fashion. So fitting that we have you here at the beginning of the school year, and congratulations on your new uh, position as president of Amit. Thanks so much. I really appreciate what you say about us because I think that that is clearly one of the hallmarks of our network. We have um, the majority are religious schools, but we also have a number of um, secular schools. Right. We even have a Haredi school, as a right. matter of fact. I remember that, right. And I think that um, what's amazing about our organization is the fact that we really come together as a group of different people from different denominations, and yet everybody understands that um, Jewish ethics and tradition is at the core of who we are, But it, and at the same time, we value democracy, we value transparency, and we value all the, the good secular values, I would say, and we want, and people really speak to each other with respect, and it's always an open dialogue at Amit, and um, it's something that we care so much about, all the students that we have, and so that really helps us, I think, all get to very good solutions. What's remarkable is that when you're in Israel, and and you are somebody who's, I don't know, related to somebody who's in one of the schools or you know is familiar with the schools, all right, you see it up close and personal, you have an appreciation for what goes on on a daily basis. But as I said earlier, education, especially trying to support education thousands of miles away, is not always the most attractive cause. And yet you have a core group of people we know. We've been at their dinners, we've been at their events, and we traveled with them in Israel. You have a core group of people from this area, I'm talking about New York and New Jersey, I'm sure other areas of the U.S. as well, who are so dedicated to this, who, who treat the education of the children of Israel the same way they would treat any one of the you know really cool causes that people are associated with in Israel. Well, that's, that's, that's certainly true. And I think, um, as you mentioned, we have a really a strong heritage. Yeah. I think the fact that our heritage is as a women's organization right. is um, certainly you know one of the factors that leads to this tremendous support. And we had built a chapter structure. There's one thing that I don't know if you know about us historically. We were originally um, part of, I, th I think it was, I may be wrong here about religious Zionists of America, but one of those organizations. Right. And what happened was the women were the ones that were raising all the money and the men were the ones that were allocating the funds. So Bessie Gosfeld and some of her you know, fellow members said, okay, this isn't for us. And that's actually how I meet women were, were formed. So I, I do believe that that's part of the heritage. And um, in addition, I think um, people... People like ourselves, what do we want to support? We want to support Jewish education, and we want to support Israel. And um, Amit does it so beautifully, so thoughtfully, so seamlessly. Right, and but, but again, you get my point. And I, of I know, course. I, I know I keep saying this, but it just, 
you know, and everyone knows it from this area. Schools are not always the easiest cause to raise money That's for. True. But- and you have dedicated people who, number one, come through with the funds and come through with the, uh, with, with the resources. But secondly, when they go to Israel, and I saw this up close and personal, the experience they have walking into these schools, they literally feel as if you know they helped build it, which they did. But you get my point. And 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 you, I'm sure you've been on those tours. You take amazing pride in just watching a regular school day happen. Right. Well, don't forget, seventy percent of our kids are from um, what's called in Israel the peripheria, right. which is really the um, social and economic um, lower mm-hmm. segment. So uh, I think. Even, you know, even jaded New Yorkers and even jaded L.A. people and Florida, <laughs> people all across our country recognize that um, there's, there's something great about really helping close opportunity gaps and really creating opportunity right. for kids that might otherwise not have it. And that's why the stats about how many students currently and how many graduates you have are so important. It's not just that they went through a school system in many, many cases, as you just described, their lives were transformed and the lives of their families were transformed just by getting a good education. Absolutely. You're 100% right. It looks like you're doing a better sales job than me, <laughs> so maybe I can make you the next we, president. We should, we should go on the road. <laughs> <laughs> now, how long have you been president? Uh, I think it's 11 days and counting. It was literally oh, September, September Yeah, September 1st. 1. Uh-huh. Who was your predecessor? Debbie Moed. Oh, Debbie did yeah. a great job. I yes, remember absolutely. we were with her in Israel and... She yeah. also took great pride in, in, in this whole system of schools and all the work that Amit's doing uh, to support it. So does a new president come in with a specific agenda, a project, a goal that you'd love to accomplish? Like what goes through your mind as you as you take this job in the first few days? Um, well, let's you know, I've obviously been involved in the organization right. for quite a few years, but I would say that um, I have three goals, uh, at least coming into it Mm. they may change over time but the first goal is that um especially given our heritage i want to make sure that we continue to empower girls that we continue to build you know strong stem programs which are really in israel if you know the high-tech industry the way to get you know great jobs and that's important for our for our students so that's one thing that i i feel very strongly about making sure that they go to university obviously that's important for all poor kids Mm -hmm. but i i think that with girls it may be even that much more important and more traditional environments the second thing is i don't know how much you know about our innovative curriculum and the and all the um, things that we're doing with education we're we're the third largest network in Israel the number one religious network and um, although our stats are fantastic we're actually we were ranked number one um, in terms of our results um, by the Ministry of Education we still are trying to really change um, education and make it much more you know less frontal more tw- 21st century collaborative critical thinking um, uh, effective speaking communication so um, we are setting up a new um, gogia what we call gogia that's that's what we call our system mm-hmm. of education, our methodology. And we're setting up a, uh, a new campus, a flagship campus with teacher training. And so I hope to get that off the ground. I hope to get a great endowment going, um, which we would really, which would be fantastic. So we could really put more money into teacher training, help supporting the um, lower uh, performing kids, as well as enrichment uh, for some of our terrific kids. Um, so... All of that is are things that we're trying to do. Um, 
and that's that's where I am. In other words, it's sort of more and better, but right. uh, lofty building. goals. But you know, there, there should be lofty goals at the beginning of an administration for sure. And also, it's hard to believe sometimes that you can you can have lofty goals for an organization that's over ninety years old. But even an organization that's been around for that long can still, you know, in many ways, as you just said, stay with the times keep up with the times and really improve in different areas. So. Well, I think that we've really invent, reinvented ourselves over the time right. because if you look at, you know, our origins were as as more residential facilities for orphans, you know, coming out of the Holocaust and from dysfunctional families and um, probably a few thousand. And now, as you say, actually, now that it's a new school year, I can tell you it's 36,400 kids. So wow. there's an additional 1,400 kids that have come into our schools just as of September. And um, so I think that, you know, that's that's really one of the things that's um, that's really says something about us how we do reinvent and and we're always attempting to reach more kids more students more communities because we believe that our brand of education is so great that all kids can benefit from it audrey trachman's here she's visiting us she's a new president of amit for the last 10 days when's your next trip to israel um november and i, I was there in july actually even though i wasn't officially right. the president i was transitioning you know, sort of, yes getting ready for the uh yeah yeah. For the new term and um, a, a typical trip, you you could get to quite a number of schools, right? Well, as I described, the way that I I really started to become very heavily invested in Amit is, um, if I had been working in international finance, and when I stopped, um, a friend of mine was actually the treasurer of Amit, and she said, "Come, come with me. <laughs> come on a finance trip. I really think that you would love Amit. It would mesh with your values." Um, and so I did that, but what I didn't anticipate was going to 12 schools <laughs> in five days. And if you know anything about me being carsick, that wasn't the best. But it's still, even despite that, I, I just could not believe how what our how broad our footprint was and how much great work we did. How many will you get to in November, do you think? <laughs> At least 12, or you're not I'm sure yet? I'm not sure yet. I guess we'll see. I, uh, I'm definitely going to see all the new schools this past year. We took over two schools, and actually they're new schools in, in the Shomron, so I definitely want to see those two schools. Wow. And um, I'm sure that I will see a number that I haven't seen in a little while. Uh, easiest way for people to get information on meetchildren.org, right? On Absolutely. That is our, um, that is our, uh, website. And if you want to reach me, I am Audrey T at meetchildren.org. All right. If you want to, well. if you want to congratulate Audrey on her new position, Audrey T at meetchildren.org. She's a new president of Amit and, um, and we wish you the best of luck. Uh, with this, uh, with your term, how long will it be? How long is this term? It's two two-year terms. So assuming that I do an okay job <laughs> or better or better, um, it will be four years. Bezrat Hashem. Exactly. And you get to work with Andy Goldsmith. I do, and he's fantastic. He certainly is. He's amazing, and I hope you'll give him our best regards. I, I certainly will, and I'm sure he's listening right now. I hope so. so. He likes, Shout out. I know he likes good radio, so hopefully... Yeah. Amit enables Israel's youth to realize their potential and strengthens Israeli society by educating and nurturing children from diverse backgrounds within a framework of academic excellence, Jewish values, and Zionist ideals. They're amazing at all of this. And those of you who want more information, go to AmitChildren.org. Also, if you have any notion of uh, getting more involved with Amit, do what Audrey and others have done in the past, and that's go, go on one of their trips to Israel uh, they're uh, they're always scheduling them, and it gives you an opportunity to walk into the schools and really see 
uh, how their uh, dollars are being spent. Audrey? Uh, actually, we have a mission Ooh. that's being planned even as we speak. Yeah. It's in May. I think it's something like the 14th to the 19th. And I can guarantee you it will coincide with Amit's 95th um, anniversary. Right. And so it is guaranteed to be absolutely Fantastic. All right. So check that out by uh, going to the website. You could write to Audrey, Audrey T at AmitChildren.org. She'll be more than happy to forward you information about the May trip, May of 2020, that Amit's going to be doing to Israel. Mazal tov again and shanat tov to you. You as well. Thank you very much. Audrey Trachman, brand new president of Amit. Go to AmitChildren.org for more information. More coming up. It's Mordechai Shapiro at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. at H. Uh, Yaakov Shweki, Mordechai Shapiro before that. Uh, I remind you that our friends at artscroll.com, artscroll.com, if you search on that website for any appropriate term for this time of year, Elul, Slichos, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkis, Tshuva, search any of those terms at artscroll.com, you'll uh, end up with a whole list of amazing selections to enhance your high holidays and this upcoming holiday season. Uh, artscroll.com has uh, many, many titles uh, that will fit right into what you're looking for this time of year. Go to artscroll.com. Again, that's artscroll.com. And check out um, all their different offerings to enhance your holidays. A barbecue to benefit Hatzalah of the Lower East Side is this Sunday at the Orenstein Pavilion starting at 5 p.m. with a special ceremony dedicated to the memory of a beloved member and medical director, Dr. Richie Friedman. Information, L-E-S Hatzala, H-A-T-Z-A-L-A-H.org, L-E-S Hatzala.org, for information on that. Um, Bris Avram dinner is this Sunday. A uh, Mazal Tov to Rabbi Mordechai and Rebetzin Sterny Kanelsky as they get set for that big event this coming Sunday. Um, 40th anniversary dinner, by the way, for the organization, which is pretty amazing. And they'll do one of the gala weddings this coming Sunday as well. 908-289-0770, 908-289-0770, or brisavrum.org again. That is uh, brisavrum.org. For more information, um, the Brooklyn Cyclones, as we said, have been really, really good to us over the years, and they are a great source for family entertainment all through the summer. Good, clean family entertainment. Tonight, they go for the championship. Wishing the best of luck to Steve Cohen and the entire team. Tonight, The Cyclones go for the championship. Tonight's the last game of the season for the New York Penn League Championship at MCU Park on Coney Island. It is a $5 ticket. A $5 ticket with free parking. 
Go to brooklyncyclones.com. Go to brooklyncyclones.com for all the information. Uri Davidi, JM in the AM. Ani 
our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and AlchemSegal.com, and the AlchemSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a, uh, what is today? Tuesday here at the AlchemSegal Network, JM in the AM. Coming up next, you don't want to touch that dial. JM Rewind features our conversation from about 10 days ago with 8th Day when they were in our studio. 8th Day, our in-studio appearance with 8th Day coming up next on JM Rewind. Avrami's live at 11 a.m. with a uh, live lunch. Treat him well. He deserves it. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you. Remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.